right. Well, hello, friends. Welcome. This is Tales from the Secret Cabin. My name is Phil, and glad to be here. We're all here once again. This is the fourth week of Advent. Yeah. Would you say it's the final week of Advent? <laughs> I think I'm correct if if we said that. <laughs> or, that it is. This is the final week of Advent. Right? Okay. Something cool about doing hope at the end because it's technically the beginning. Uh-huh. So it's like a full Perfect. a full cycle. Technically, we should have started with hope. Yeah, yeah, is that yeah. what you're saying? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. We have our own order. It's yeah. all good. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Everyone's going to experience them. Yeah. Well, excited for today and a little bit of a precursor where we're headed, which is fun for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we jump in there, though, I just wanted to, we, you know, this happens, this has happened regularly now where basically we've kind of all come in here from different places and spaces and haven't had a chance to connect. And so I was here a little bit early. You guys were coming from a different meeting. And so I started thinking about what are we doing after this? And so I mm-hmm. thought rather than talk about it ahead of time and then push record, I thought we would just push record and then talk about oh, it. Man. Yeah, oh, man. Yes. So, but just again, quick uh, background. Uh, we have launched into season two. This is the season of Advent. We're doing a four-week series and this is our fourth week, but we really don't have a plan after this. <laughs> so <laughs> what, guys, what should we do after this? Mm. Oh, it's like f- for the podcast. Yes. So it isn't like, Directly after this, like no, so I great, was like, great clarification. No, I'm picking up my kids directly <laughs> yeah, after this. Yeah, yeah. I think it's somebody else. Yeah. We're gonna be picking up children. Yes. No, I've got yeah. no plans to be with okay, you cool. directly yeah, after yeah. this. I was like, man, I, I wanted to know from the tales from the secret cabin. What are we doing after this? That's a great <laughs> question. That's a great mm, question. I would love to hear, like, if <laughs> I say this, if people are listening, um, I would love to hear, like. Thoughts that yeah. they might send in as yeah, well, like ideas and yeah. yeah, like questions or thoughts, passions, whatever. Mm-hmm. Unless you have an idea. No, no, it was literally <laughs> just a question. I have been thinking a ton about the 12 days of Christmas mm. and, and I truly have been thinking a ton about it. And I've been thinking about the day after Christmas, how people are typically like, oh, that was it. That's it's done. Over. It's Bummer. depressing. Yeah. And then I was talking to someone. It was probably Phil. I said something. It was me. Kind of angsty. And I said, they should be depressed because <laughs> Christmas just began and it mm. got cut off. And it's like mm. Christmas has been stolen. Mm. And so Christmas just begun. And like the human heart is like, it's over and it's like mm-hmm. no it isn't yet there's 12 days mm-hmm. and so, so real quick though unpack that because i'm not sure everybody would would connect the dot that you're connecting there in terms of the 12 days of christmas They'll and it's starting with christmas rather than ending with christmas right so traditionally speaking advent that isn't christmas it isn't a part of the christmas season it's advent it's the advent season and then the uh the the day of christmas uh traditionally in the church people began to be able to sing christmas songs and for a 12-day season that there was 12 days uh that people celebrated christmas and uh, day after day there were peace and parties and gifts and for 12 days then the day after the 12th day of christmas that that is epiphany that's the first day of epiphany and then that goes for an entire season um so uh culturally speaking though 
Christmas is just December the 25th, but in the church calendar, the beginning of Christmas is Christmas Day. Uh, the f final day of Christmas, I think, is like January the 4th or January the 5th. Mm -hmm. um, so there's this whole season that I think from like a feeling perspective, it feels pretty empty mm -hmm. because it is. It's something was supposed to occupy that spot and it's empty. Mm -hmm. And I don't have a clue how to celebrate it. I don't know how to talk about it. I don't know anything about it, but I've been, <laughs> been in this spot that, 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 that I am on a pursuit for Christmas. I was going to say, why 12 days? Like, does that have, but you just said you don't know anything about uh, it. I cannot tell KJ you. KJ doesn't answers. know what. And so I think it could be kind of fun <laughs> yeah. to explore that. Hmm. All right, well, let's. Okay, let's anyway, yeah. I, no, yeah. I love that. We'll, we'll throw that he out. He hates there. the idea. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> I love the idea. It's brilliant. And yeah, I think it gives us at least the trajectory yeah. of, of what I was looking for in the question, not like, you know, what are we yeah. going to do next year for three, four, five months or yeah. whatever. Literally, like, what are we doing in a couple of weeks? So that's basically what I was hoping for. Um, and yeah, I know with the first of the year, we might move back to more of a every other week rhythm right. as well. Um, but maybe, uh, yeah, when we get back together in 2022, we'll. Well, it'll be, I think it'll be uh, in the season or the 12 days of Christmas will still be going on when we get together next. And so that will yeah. be a fun uh, conversation. So great. Hmm. I had a thought here while KG was talking about. Actually, I just finished everything. I'm just kidding. We're done. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Actually, he no, no. Turned I would love to hear what you're And that's it for Tales from yeah. the Secret <laughs> Cabin. Aren't you thankful for these guys, Jenny? Yes. <laughs> No, because it, it's on that subject, but also moving forward to what we're going to talk about today. Because when KJ said, we have Christmas, and then it, it's taken away from us, and we're like, but I wanted more, and we got nothing, it, immediately my mind thought, no, we got New Year's. And then that that there's that whole reflection on what has happened, what's going to happen, and there's a little bit of that hope. Like, we start celebrating something else or reflecting on something else. I don't necessarily feel like I got nothing, but there's this thing that, you know, it actually is very much lined up with the theme of hope and all of that, but what we call New Year's. And it made me curious, is that the, when is the Hebrew New Year's? When is the Jewish? And I just Googled it, it said late, end of September. Do you know, is that, is that correct, KJ? You're the Probably, Hebrew person in the mm. team here. Well, that's what Google said. So I'm thinking, wow, Irony that's is, fascinating. Though that technically Christ Chris. was born in September also. Mm. Just saying. Right. Well, there's that whole conversation too, but I was just thinking nobody has New Year's or they don't have New Year's interrupting the 12 days of Christmas either way. or maybe Because they they're do? Jewish and don't have Christmas. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't, That's I mean, a good point. Trying to not be so super sarcastic. Passover. But. No, I am so glad you said that because I'm thinking like the early church. No, thank you for saying that. I'm thinking early church. So, of course, my mind goes to the Jewish people. But yes, of course, not the Jew Jews. So Christmas like technically did not exist until Constantine. That's the fourth century. Sure. And so... There's a whole bunch of things that right. happen there. So, yeah. 
So that's when Santa Claus okay. was born. <laughs> okay, no, so changing the topic, let's talk about hope. Um, no, you just truly made me curious. I'm just asking all sorts of questions yeah, here right now. There's but, but. a bunch of great things out there uh, to explore and be curious about. Mm -hmm. So thanks for bringing that. She brings up a good thing, though. I like a good thought of the New Year thing and kind of that like we switch from this like time of waiting to then the joyful time of Christmas and this acceptance of this gift to then switching right over to the new year where then it becomes this like sometimes personal pursuit of change, you know, mm. and what, I don't know, something looking into that. Yeah, it was even kind of in your, your question, Mariana, just trying to think through like sort of what's the question behind the question that you're asking? Like, why does it right. inspire you or intrigue you? that the new year would be against Advent, maybe in our story, but not in other stories. Like what would stand huh. out what, or what is standing out potentially if you perceive them as not having that tension, then what do you maybe see there or not see there as to what, I don't know if that makes any sense what I'm asking, but there was something there that was shimmering for you that I thought was intriguing. Yeah. I don't know if I understood your question. I'm but... not sure I understood my question. <laughs> A lot of the questions I ask, I fully don't understand either. I guess I was just thinking if this is something that got, you know, thrown in the mix and then why, what caused us to suddenly miss this mm -hmm. tradition of celebrating the 12 days of Christmas. And it made me think, well, New Year's fell right in the middle. It takes mm -hmm. our focus away. I think, and it's more of a hypothesis, uh -huh. um, that it has to do with something of the Protestant, um, the Protestant church because uh from um a tiny bit of pursuit the thing that i found about the 12 days they hinge upon saints and different characters of the catholic mm. church um who who are celebrated during oh. the feast and so, so the hypothesis that i have is possibly um the Protestant Protestants. church mm -hmm. saying focus on Jesus um, compared to the celebration of the church. Cut that off. I see. Possibly. I okay. don't know. It's a hypothesis. Okay. And I could be totally wrong. Yeah. I And I wonder too, I, maybe this is a little bit where Jenny, you were wondering and maybe Mariana where you were wondering too, but there is an obsession with the new year and mm -hmm. You know, again, there's probably yeah. lots of different factors because I could see a lot of story there too, trying to push out or or reduce the focus to Christmas to one thing and being yeah. uh, adamant about that. But the need, yeah, the the need for fresh start, the need for change, the need to celebrate that, highlight that, like that's an interesting question in itself. Like, why is that such a huge deal, celebration wise? That Especially you go from on one the, night to the next night and it's somehow magically different. Topic of hope on the topic uh, of hope, exactly. You know, like yeah. thinking about there is a day, there's a hour, there's a second, yeah, yeah. that yeah. people feel hope of like, okay, everything can be different yes. now. Mm -hmm. it's and that although it isn't, it's always the same. It's like there's that feeling for a split second of hope. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. I I almost feel like comparatively, the particular topic of hope is more experienced in general, generalizing uh, in New Year's rather than on Christmas because people mm -hmm. feel like that new opportunity, it's starting mm -hmm. over. It's a fresh year. Things can look different this year. 
And there's so much celebration of hope in the New Year's compared to Christmas. Man, that's a cool, hard thought being like a super pagan holiday. I mean, like mm-hmm. it is, you know, and, and so um, it's like, yeah. Yeah, um, isn't it true culturally, Absolutely. Yeah. Like I, yeah. Yeah. So why is that? Why? I mean, just again, we're we're hypothesizing now quite a bit, right? So <laughs> is that even a word? I'm not yeah, sure that's a word. So. Okay. The point being is, I mean, just again, Mari, what you just said is is incredibly profound. That this season of Christmas and the so coming good. of Christ and celebrating the birth of Christ, and I would agree, generally is less hopeful as a as a human race <laughs> mm-hmm. than celebrating a new year. And I'll be, you know, snarky about it, but yeah. it's an arbitrary date on the calendar mm-hmm. that transitions from one number to another number. But but it has this this beacon of hope to it that people see all these opportunities on one side of that date versus all these opportunities that aren't there on the other side. So why is that? Why 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 do you feel like that could be true? Man, I um, so the f- first thing I'm thinking is uh, this idea that everybody's on the same page. Um, that's the first thing I think, um, that there's the top 10 s- s- songs that have been played. There's the top 10 films, the top 10 people who have passed. There's the, the word of the year. There's a celebration of the thing that had been. And then there tr- truly is a pointing forward. It's like, uh, you know, like for people to say, here's the thing I'm going to do mm-hmm. to be different. And people actually spend time on that. They spend cash on that. They invest. Um, it, it's, yeah. and, it, and, you know, from a cultural perspective, it seems that that people can, can be on the same page saying, here's the thing that defined 2020. Here's the thing that defined 2020. 21 mm-hmm. um here's the things that i'm hoping is going to find 2022 um those sorts of things yeah. and it's like people are on the same page mm-hmm. i think too it's and i and i say this i don't want, i don't want to say it negatively but it's it's a it's a selfish can be a selfish hope for your because the ma- majority of things you know it's to better yourself in some way or another, you know, to, there aren't a lot of like, it, it is, I mean, I don't, I'm trying to think of any like New Year's resolution that somebody would do that wouldn't have some aspect to better themselves or do something better, you know, kind of thing. And I think there's a lot of hope in that, <laughs> you know, yeah. you want to have a lot of hope in that you want to hope that you can, you know, have a better spiritual life or a better, better mental health or physical health or spend more time, I guess, with your kid, you know, but you still gain something from that. And I think, Good. you know, you want that hope. Okay. Let me, let me throw out a theory, not necessarily contradictory theory, but just one that intrigues me now. Mm-hmm. What if the issue is more with Christmas and not with new year's? And what mm-hmm. I mean by that is Christmas, at least for me has, and these are all really, really good things. So I'm not saying they're bad, but they're all about the past. Ooh. It's all about remembering. It's all about celebrating this thing, but it doesn't point me forward, generally mm-hmm. speaking. It's a stop. Mm-hmm. It's pausing. It's reflecting. It's mm-hmm. challenging me to look differently at my life today. 
Whereas New Year's is all about the future and selfishly maybe, but still there's a movement forward. So again, hypothetically, what if I woke up on Christmas day and it was about all my resolutions about how I was going to change. And that was part of Christmas, mm-hmm. right? That was rather than it not being, because again, if, if we're talking about the conversation of hope and this idea of Christ bringing hope, then the celebration of Christ's birth is about moving forward. Mm-hmm. Yo. So here's, here's the place that I go. So Phil, if it's your <laughs> birthday and I throw you a birthday party, the thing I do not do is bring a bunch of photos from the day that you were born and talk about your birth. And here's how your birth happened. Mm. And you're a super cute baby. And it's and then I talk about all the people who held you and passed you around and how I felt during the day that you were born. If I'm throwing you a birthday party, I'm talking about the person that you are and the experiences that I've had. Mm -hmm. I am testifying about Phil, celebrating Phil, Mm -hmm. enjoying Phil. In your life today. Yeah. It's like, (laughs) here's who Phil is. That's so good. <laughs> and but but again, even in the even typically in the in like a happy birthday song, you're yeah. you're you're and many more. Like you're pushing that forward that, right. that today is a is a movement forward. Mm. Yes. And our culture in the church is to pull out the baby photo albums and and to to sing silent talk night and, <laughs> and, and, and and talk that's a about whole podcast in itself Jimmy. we're just gonna have you cute jesus is and how cute <laughs> god is and 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 there isn't this holiday to testifying to the faithfulness yeah. of mm-hmm. now and the things that god is doing has done has i mean mm-hmm. it's i don't know it's i i feel you yeah. i feel you interesting yeah it really is very ironic because i i think obviously we just don't see things right <laughs> because we're human and i think the the whole point that jesus came is to give us the fresh start, right? That's the whole, the whole point is to change the story, just mm-hmm. like the way we culturally see the new years. Mm-hmm. However, that's not normally what's on the mm-hmm. forefront of our thinking when we're celebrating Christmas. Oh, well, mm-hmm. maybe I'll speak for myself. This, this, this idea of the, the new beginning, the new life things, because like Jenny was saying, what's this, this thing that happens in us, at the end of the year, in the beginning of the new year, is a desire that things are different. We hope that things are different. Maybe this time it will be different. Yeah. Right? Until February 22nd. Exactly. Isn't that when they say everybody stops doing it? Every it's at that point is when Lent? pizza is becoming when, say, intriguing. When, when does Lent start, yeah. right? Yeah. So the Tuesday before. Yeah. I think you're, yeah, because, you know, what the meeting we just came from was Stetson's sermon and I'm not going to, I'm not going to, but one of the things he said that he was reading was he has come to rescue you, you know, and when that rescue happens, 
things change. They should change. They should be new. They should be different. Right. Yeah. And let me ask you this because, again, Mariana, she said something there that was intriguing in terms of, um, see if I get it right, basically that I'm, you know, as a human, I don't think correctly, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And while I don't disagree with that statement, I would say you are thinking more correctly today than you ever have in your life <laughs> as a human. Right. Because you're on a journey, right? And so this this idea, and again, I think New Year's isn't a remembrance of where I was 20 years ago and how, you know, where I wish it was, it's more of a, a remembrance of building upon the, whatever life is, whatever the journey is and taking a step forward. Right. Mm -hmm. And so again, I, I just, I wonder where that, that tension point is for, for hope and for Christmas and this idea that change is possible, change is happening, change has happened. And the hope is in the celebration of that is, is the progressive nature of that rather than always a reset to zero mm -hmm. with mm -hmm. the hope of being better. Yeah. It's no, like, Again, I would say you as because of your story and a little bit I know of your story. I, I know you are the best version of yourself ever mm -hmm. than you will ever have been, even a year ago, two years ago, three years ago. Everything <laughs> that you have ever done has brought you to this point in time. Is All that idea? That's, yeah. But it's you're this right. It's building on it's building on the progress and yeah. building on yeah, the past progressions and right. so if, if Christmas is a reminder or takes me back to zero then it, I have a problem with that. Yeah, <laughs> that, I don't that, like it. Yeah, that's that's not even what the gospel is and why and Jesus came and what hope in Christ is. From a church perspective, right. too, that's saying that this whole journey of the ch church is in void. Mm -hmm. um, it hasn't happened. We're going, right. back, going back to this place yeah. that hope began. Mm -hmm. It's, man, mm. the church has been, been on a 2,000 your journey hand in hand as far as god goes engaging the spirit the the epitome of hope should be today it's good so since we're still in the hypothetical mode <laughs> hypothetically speaking what would what how would that change as we're in the final days coming up to christmas in this whole area of hope like if if you if you were to use a what i'll call a new year's sense of hope and use it in advent how would that change these last few days for you i think just going with what kj's birthday story like that's mm. such a different mindset mm. going into just that day even you know like and that night yeah. too because we focus so much on the story you know, which the story is beautiful, but you focus on that even with your kids, you know, you read the story and you talk about Jesus's birth and even that day, you right. know, you even in prayer and stuff. And it's like, what would it look like to really be hopeful and celebrate the God I know now and this and what has happened, you know, mm -hmm. for if we are recollecting, you yeah. know, mm -hmm. in this past year and then what I can build on moving forward in the 
rather than just you know sweet little baby jesus but i mean just to kind of you know for all like the theology people out there the birth of christ is very important Mm -hmm. i mean like they i mean no i was dying to do that disclaimer so thank you (laughs) but it's important because the early church they would tell the story of the birth of christ because Mm -hmm. a bunch the the theology behind Mm -hmm. it had been a a huge proponent to prove that jesus had been god and mm-hmm. so it was a, a testament mm-hmm. um, that, that had been important to that culture. It's important to some people today. today. Um, however, mm-hmm. yeah. So I'm, I just had to put that out there. I could just of feel some people out there going, wait a minute. Burn them. Burn the secret cabin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're witches. No, but it's. African a- swallow. <laughs> I think it's what we often we often get to this place, which is here are the things we've always done. What are we missing out on? And so when we talk about this other side or this other extreme, it's not that we're denying that one. We're like, how about over here? Mm -hmm. You know, we know this side. How about this other? Well, it float. Yes, (laughs) it's another inside joke. My (laughs) price. Right. And, and no, I, I, again, I appreciate that because I, yeah. I think you're right. There is that tendency that if, if we look at something a certain way, we're automatically critiquing the other right. way. Mm-hmm. And that's not the intent. Mm-hmm. I, but I do, I do like the, um, the reflection. And again, I think the reflection you started with that, hey, there's this thing over here that really almost naturally uh, produces a hopeful ex- exercise or a hopeful celebration or mm-hmm. a hopeful viewpoint. And then we have this thing over here that's, that's, every year helping us see, hey, we need to focus on the hope of this, but for some reason it may not produce the same thing. So just looking at that, maybe the issue is more about how we're looking at the birth of Christ mm-hmm. relative to our own lives rather than, oh, we have a something on the first of the year that mm-hmm. actually is pagan and human and is just bad. It's like, I don't know. Maybe there's something we can learn there that we've, we're not allowing ourselves to see the birth of Christ in a free way, in a way that allows us to... Uh, I don't know, be to more grow. hopeful. <laughs> to, oh, to I actually, think to grow. To be yeah, grow. Like, right, am, I, right. am, I, am I really practicing the same practice that my seven-year-old is doing this year? Is mm. that the practice I'm going you there know, you to go. do or am I going to grow in my practice because I already know this and hold this true? Yeah. Yeah. I think too, like just in this conversation, how many times did the word change came up Hmm. we talk about hope we naturally talk about change because the hope is that things will change Mm -hmm. and i think we have been wrestling with this idea that following jesus is not like here's all the path of improvement and the things that you know and Mm -hmm. i think there's somewhere in us also a resistance to that Hmm. which is not necessarily maybe the right definition of hope either maybe it's more like the opportunity or I don't know some other word rather than, you know, I don't know. I well, just we, don't we see have been that. In a pandemic like, for biblically the last speaking, two years. though. <laughs> okay, going back to the birth of Christ, it hadn't been about change. Yeah. It it was simply almost this. Everything's going to be all right. And there was more of a corporate experience than the end of. Vigil, like the uh-huh. the shepherds did not pause and say, "Okay, so how does this affect me?" Right. Um, the the different 
characters who have a, a an important part in the birth of Jesus did not say, okay, so tell me how I change. It, it, it isn't even a part of the cultural vocabulary of the birth of Jesus. It, it was a this global concept, this heaven holding the earth and don't be afraid. It's going to mm -hmm. all be okay. Yeah. It, it isn't God saying, I've come to judge the earth. You need to change. And if you change, there's hope. Right. There's, there's like this different feeling that the Christmas story holds that, that I think it's very easy to put the, this perspective kind of, of, so everything has to change. People have to change. You need to accept the gospel. Here's the thing that Christmas is all about. It, it, it's like the, the, the vocabulary of the gospel hasn't even begun to be verbalized. It's just a heartbeat. <laughs> and, and, and Christmas is the full expression of the cadence of the gospel um that inspires this journey home but it hasn't it hasn't brought the challenge about it has not invited the disciples it has not poured out the holy spirit it has not i mean like mm -hmm. there's just this big hug for the earth I love that. For something. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. I think there is this understanding that things aren't the way they should be. But but God takes care of it. It's different than New Year's that I'm like, what am I going to do to yep. take care of it? Yep. I think that's that's my point. Like, I think there's a perspective of here are the things that I'm going to do rather than receiving this gift of, you know, we understand yeah. that things aren't the way they should be. But who's taking care of it? Yeah. And it's a feeling of it's gonna be do not be afraid yeah. i bring glad tidings like it's that it's it, it's going like to the oprah show and so everyone gets a hug it's like <laughs> it's it, it, so it isn't like who believes who's in who's in, it's like everyone gets a hug tonight i mean like that's the song of the angels that's so good Or that's just terrible theology. No. <laughs> so you're saying the new Peloton is not the answer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I really like this conversation. Honestly, it's it's probably just scratching, you know, the, the tip of the iceberg for me. Because um, I, I, I don't know. I think there's something I've never thought about in terms of the Christmas season and even in terms of Advent and these themes of Advent we've been going through, you know, literally pulling us back to some past moment in time, but almost having to sort of forget my life and go back to that moment in time and remember everything from that perspective, own that perspective. And then I have, oh yeah, I have an understanding that, that Christ is going to bring peace and love and yeah. joy and hope from that perspective, not necessarily from the perspective that, and this is the, the thing that keeps coming to my mind is the, the, the I don't know the motivation, the impetus, the the growth, the excitement that comes from seeing people who have experienced love, joy, peace, and hope moves me more towards it 
rather than the elimination of it, right? So when I look at like places in my life where there's those things happening this past year and then using Advent as a way to remember those things, it's more not starting from zero and, 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 you know, oh, woe is me. And I'm, I can't do this. And, and I need, you know, it's like, no, like celebrating all the incredible amount of hopeful things that have gone on this year. And then I want more. And then Christ being born is movement towards more hope from the position of already moving towards hope, not from the position of total depravity, right? Total. Right. And that's where, again, I've just not thought about how sometimes our traditions may pull us back to a lesser place than we really are. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I don't know. Wondering. So Peloton may be the answer. I don't know. <laughs> maybe your maybe, answer. Maybe my answer. Yeah, I, that's probably true. Peloton would no. be incredibly helpful for me. Sometimes I wonder too, if just, I, I've always known the value of gratitude, but I feel like recently it's just screaming at my face just what an essential thing gratitude is and how that changes everything every day. Um, and it makes me wonder when you're talking about hope and looking at the past and da da da, all of that, that if that's somehow connected to gratitude when you look back at why, you know, why do we do that? Because maybe looking back, it gives us hope to see the trajectory, to, to see the testimonies, to see the things that have happened and therefore creates hope for today and for the future. So it's not a looking back as in being stuck in the past and and blind to what's happening today, but in a hopeful gratitude journey of of this trajectory moving forward. I don't know. I would get that if if a part of the Christmas journey involved the story of the church and the journey of hope. Uh Coming back to the 12 days of Christmas, yes. and uh, that's God. the 12 well days. Yeah. They're all about yeah, yeah. the church and the journey of the church yep. and mm-hmm. different yep. people who have embodied hope to bring us to epiphany. It's a pretty interesting thing. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, something I was thinking about, too, inspired by the thing that you said earlier about, uh, you said something like, so I think as human beings, they just don't people just don't think correctly about things and i think through the advent season um something i've been taking a bunch of joy in is the fact that i'm a human being and i don't have to think correctly Um, and the grace of god covers um the times i do not think correctly about things and who am i to think correctly about anything and does god take joy in the times that i take thinking correct and put it aside and and i just have a piece of candy And I say, man, that's a darn good piece of candy. And God goes, yes, he's being human. He's being the created. Um, Instead of how do I think correctly? It comes to, and I think there's something about Christmas that it's kind of like God just saying, have a piece of chocolate. It's going to be okay. (laughs) Have a hug. Um, Because the Christmas culture that I grew up in is the 
the church being very angry about here's the purpose of Christmas. We can't forget Christmas. We need a fight. We need a boycott. We got to, you know, you can't give presents. You have to give good presents. Who are you giving presents to? Like, it's how do you think correctly about Christmas? And I, I think I've come to this point of like, I don't think I can. <laughs> I'm going to have a piece of chocolate and I'm going to enjoy it. And there's something about that that feels kind of like Sabbath. It feels hopeful. It feels joyful. It feels peaceful. And it feels like God is giving me a big hug. Yeah. That's so good. And when I said that, it it wasn't like, I just want to clarify, it was in not in a guilt provoking way but in a releasing way i think to me understanding that i only see glimpses of truth yep it's a relief for me it's like when my kids realize that oh wow you have to pay for water you have to pay for electricity they have no idea it's like it's okay because mom and dad are taking care of it yeah you know it's like Mm -hmm. they have no idea they see glimpses of things Mm -hmm. but somebody's taking care of it and it's okay it's awesome Mm -hmm. all right i think we're gonna Push the pause button here. It's been a wonderful conversation today and definitely even an Advent season. Really enjoyed kind of walking through these themes together. And I don't know, KJ, do you want to I end our time? I think it's time for Jenny to pray about mm-hmm. blessing today Let's because I love it. everyone else has. And so. Let's do it. Oh, good. Here we go. I'm going to do the long pause. Ooh. <laughs> that kind of adds it holiness adds to, to it, it. Yeah. so much more holy mm-hmm. than yeah. <laughs> may you leave um, this time with glimpses of hope and may you experience Christmas in a new way that is just for you in a perspective that is created for you And may you feel this hug and this warmth of being human in this time, not for change, but for hope. In Jesus' name, amen.